Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. No, but the point about this is that if you're going to build, if you're going to, where do we stop? You know, where, no. where do we stop selling everything off? No, I, I agree with that. Like this, this, this is, but this is the thing. Like I don't think there should be ring fencing it in terms of saying you can't sell the naming rights, you can't do this. What they should be saying is this is, and this comes back to the point when when we talk about the the, the tribal element of our of Irish sport, which make, makes it cer- certain sports seem uh, less culturally. Um, Correct than than others, that yeah, but there's the, the, nothing like the GA. Well, that's wrong what, about no, what no, you're that's, no, that's there's not, nothing like the there's GA. nothing like the GA at a local level, and I agree with you at that, about that. No, countrywide. No, no, it is no, the no, cement. From, yeah, it is from the glue from club of our, to club. No, when you build, it is the glue of but Irish when you society. Build, when you build, well, these, we'd just be running around in Man United jerseys and Chelsea jerseys. That's fine. You know, that's we, fine we, too. That the people who it's are the starting point. I mean, the, the, G, going, the GA Joe, has also been Joe, the springboard some, for Conor and Gallagher. Some, here's some shocking news for you. The people who go to go to who are the lifeblood of GA clubs every weekend and every week are also going around. Their kids are also going around. Those kids who go down there are also going around in Liverpool jerseys it's very and Manchester rare. United. It's no, very it's rare. No, it's not. I know them. I see them everywhere. Uh, you know. You, 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 you know. You, 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 no, make, no. you don't mix in GAs. I see them everywhere. No, you don't. You, know, you don't. People, there I is out, no. There, I was out in. There is no divide. Push place you live in again. Out in 
You saw, you saw, you were out in Dorky, yeah. Dorky, yeah. All wearing... Cooler jerseys. Cooler jerseys. Yeah, yeah. No, no soccer jerseys. They'll be jerseys. wearing soccer jerseys too. No, you They just, will. Yeah. The, because, because there isn't, among most people, there is no you, barrier. You, you no, around, this, you let me finish this You around the point. Glen community, the Dungiven community, you'll not see a single person wearing a soccer jersey. Okay, well, that's great. You'll see them wearing, you'll see them wearing their club jerseys. But there's no... Neil, all around but, there, all but, the but most people don't. I remember when, like, Ireland qualified... That was for, too precious. When, when Ireland qualified for the European Championships and you, in, in like, in the... In the World Cup in like 1990 and you know you had this sense from from the GA top brass of this kind of resentment at, at what you know how are we going to deal with this and seeing soccer as a threat most people at, at all levels of of all these sports now follow them all that was the older generation. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, so that, now, now, that now, was, now, that's what I'm saying. That was, that was, now, that now that's gone. That was now, a ridiculous now that's situation. now that's gone, and people are absorbed by all of them. And what I'm saying is, when you actually develop something like Parky Cueve, either you leave it as it is, or you say this is for all sports. This is now something for all sports. It's not something yeah. that you just give to the GA, and then the government say, "Here's your thirty million. And use it for all. Use it for everything. We don't need so many stadiums. We don't need the amount of stadiums we have yeah, around that, the country. That, that's 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 a separate point. You know, I'm I'm on the point that, you know, we are at a very um, dangerous stage of our development in the GA. You know, we are. You know, we have done enormous work at grassroots level. A lot of that's been taken for granted. You know, we have moved to do deals with Sky Television, things like that. You know, and increasingly, the feeling, particularly when you're outside your own club environment, is that we are becoming consumers. You know, and you know we're ripe, and have been ripe for a, the sort of corporate takeover that's taken place. That's making us very bland. It, 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 it. Uh, once the corporations take over, then they work against social activism, political activism. You know, and. They, they start to sort of permeate every part of your society, as we've seen in America. So it becomes very, very easy then, you know, to silence dissent. Sports stars are afraid to speak out in America because they'll lose that lucrative sponsorship deal. You know, everybody, for example, at the moment is going along with the Israeli line in America because the corporations are backing that line, you know. I mean, and I notice I noticed some dismay that, to my knowledge, the only... Two teams, the only two sort of GAA communities or teams that have come out very publicly uh, against the genocide is Dungiven Club and the Dublin Ladies, mm. you know, who made a very powerful statement before their game against Kerry. You know, we need to, at this time in the GAA, we need to be strengthening our defences, amateurism, you know. And we should be now talking about creating a fit-for-purpose amateur association, social community ethos backed by strong, strong rules. You know, And what we need to do, first and foremost, is to deal with the commercial world on our terms through the prism of our ideals. You know, And instead, what we've done over the last 20 years, particularly as we hoped for the best, and the commercial world is sweeping over us now. You know, And it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time before... Coca-Cola come in to, to, to look for the naming rights for Croke Park. Say, well, you know, it's a million quid a year. What are we going to do? You know, what would you call it? Coke Park? Probably. Good. probably you're, you're good at this. Maybe mis misinterpreted. Coke Park. Could be Coke, yeah. Coke Park. Especially, you know, by young people nowadays who can't afford drink anymore. <laughs> but they can. 
I don't think <laughs> you can afford, afford to powder their, their noses. But I mean, Paul Rouse, another professor. Yeah. You know, I mean, who made him a professor? Paul's a great guy. I know he's a great guy. Anyway, but he's, he's from Offaly. Exactly. You know, to be fair. But he said, he said to me, oh, not that long ago, he said, you know, we'll never undo the damage of the last sort of 10, 20 years. You know, because he sees, you know, and he's a very, very clever <coughs> fella, in spite of the fact that he's from Offaly. He's a very, very clever fella. He's a direct attack on uh, me. Brackets, in spite of the fact that he's from Offaly, close brackets. And, 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 and he can see these, you know. And like we've got this, through the GA now, apart from the players themselves, we've got a phalanx of these new age professionals who are feasting on the association, you know. Um, you know, we have to, the players have to think in a certain way, speak in a certain way. They all have to be like Johnny Sexton or Johnny Wilkinson, you know. Johnny Supervalue Sexton. Isn't Johnny? He's Centra, um, I think. He's Centra. Mm-hmm. He'd be a good man to launch the Centras of Excellence, yeah, yeah. wouldn't he? Johnny. He's very, um, he's very expressive. <laughs> he's a natural, he's a natural behind the camera. But when I, I, uh, I uh, have, as you know, strongly criticised all these life gurus and sports psychologists. You know, I, I miss think, that. I think they're dangerous, they're useless, they cause unhealthy levels of worry and self-obsession. You know, uh, the, 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 one of the gurus, Breed Currid, she, she just went straight for the moral outrage card. And she did an interview with the Irish Times where she said that low, you know, that although neither she nor her colleagues were experts in suicide, if Joe Brawley knew the number of young men whose lives have been saved because of our work with GA clubs, he wouldn't criticise us. Oh, yeah? And I mean, what, do you, what, can, what can you say about that? Killer, you're killing our children. But, but, Brawley, but, you know, you're killing our I don't, children. I haven't seen this interview. And our players now are all wearing the movement trackers and the vests that transmit data to the coach. But see, I think you're, you're shoving a whole lot of things into no, one thing there. No, but they're all part of the corporate takeover of the GAA because this is how they work. And then one day you wake up and you're like M- the NBA, you're like American sport, you know, you're like American universities where the sponsorship deals are everywhere. Well, is that, is that not... Are, no. is the GAA, and the GAA is supposed to be a bulwark But is the GAA this? not... Isn't, wasn't the split season one of those moments where the GAA did something that no other sporting organisation would have done? They actually said we're actually, you know, yeah. like every other every other sporting body is trying to find yeah. ways of of flogging their their players as much as they can, play them twelve months a year, you know, just keep them going, yeah, keep them yeah. going, increase revenue, find new revenue. But a lot of this was, but a lot of it was around the expense of county teams. Well, that's well, that's the other that thing. Was, I mean, so so I mean, you you had some county teams spending over a million euro a year. On preparation. Well, the Cork yeah. inter-county teams, this is the thing, and I don't know what, what you do, like when you talk idealistically about it, I don't know what you're going to do about the actual reality of, of it in Cork at the moment because they, they at their annual convention in December, they said the cost of prefer, preparing inter-county teams over the past year was almost €2 million. Euro. They've been wasting some money. The, 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 to solar on about, about, about the place with their the, heads down. The, 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 the debt in Parky Keeve. This is my friend who wanted you to go easy on Cork. He's not going to like this. The, the debt on Parky Keeve is €31 million. Uh, It lost, um, I think it lost over €2 million last year. And there's... Um, there's a there's a twenty million bank loan on the stadium. 
the, all these things are realities that somebody has to like. So, yeah. like if if you are like I, they're in a position where I don't know what they what they're what what they're supposed to do except not actually build this white elephant in the first well, place. Well, that, was, that, that, that was the first thing. I mean, I mean, or else. And the other thing was the other thing I only realized last week is Parky Creek was only opened in 1976. Yeah, like it's not uh, like you know I I know because of the of of, you've, of got, you've got a big you've got a big a good big provincial stadium in Munster. And, yeah, you know a fifty thousand capacity. Now in theory. Working there with concerts and all those sorts of things, uh, you know that they they should be making a profit there, but careless decisions have been made. Too much money has been spent. Imagine also this this you know it was bad timing with COVID etc cetera, etc. Cetera, yeah. You know where they would have lost a lot of money that would have been very very important to keep. Just their worth heads repeating that I've been water. to more uh, intercounty matches at Parky. Have you ever been to Markovitz Park? No. Count to Markovitz. You know that they're uh, the Sligo and negotiations with Marks and Spencer's. Oh yeah. Marks and Spencer's Park. Good one. Good one. That's but, three you know, it was it was originally <laughs> three deals done here today. There we go. It was originally named after Countess Markovitz who fought in the Easter Rising. Yeah. And uh, was the first woman did you know this? She was the first woman ever elected as an MP to the United Kingdom House of Commons. And staunch, decent Republican woman that she was, she refused to take her seat, and she was also she was also a founding member of Fianna Nobody's perfect. As is, and, and a Sligo board member said this week, welcoming the new Marxist Spencer's deal. No one really remembers Countess Markovitz anyway. She young people nowadays don't even know the difference between the good IRA and the bad IRA. <laughs> <laughs> Hyde Park. That's uh, they're uh, they're to be sponsored by the Indian online shopping giant, um, so they're going to become Hyderabad Park <laughs> after a deal described by Roscommon officials as too good to resist. Do you know who Douglas Hyde was? I do. Yeah, he was perhaps the most powerful force behind the revival of the quote almost extinct Irish language at the time. He was the founder, first president of Gaelga and became the first president of the GAA. And in his landmark work, and this is one of the reasons that I love him, in his landmark work, the necessity for de-anglicising the Irish nation. Mm. And, you know, that that could be translated nowadays as the necessity for de-consumerising the Irish nation. He argued passionately that Irish people must reject English culture. That didn't really work, though. He didn't really... And, uh... and ways, and in future... I will. We have a very, very flourishing we do, we've got games, both, yeah. Irish language, all those things now. And in future, he said, follow our own traditions in language, literature and dress. And as the Roscommon chairman put it this week, you know, but he had nothing against the Indians. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing that. But he also said, he's, 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 like in 1892, Douglas Hyde said that, that Ireland continues to apparently hate the English and at the same time continues to imitate them. And you could actually say that today. So, like, well, you I, know, I think, kind of, well, I think I think we're we're very strongly parting ways from English culture and the English. I think that 
English. Yeah, in, I think, I think, I think England is becoming a very diseased place now. Well, we, look at the, we look at sorry, their politics. The politics is. Their lies, the way they talk about the Israel-Gaza situation. But, their, their, the, the individualism of British society, the extreme poverty. I've spent a lot more time the extreme, in England. The extre- uh, you always in, say this, but know, the extreme you know. poverty that's being experienced there now, that's way, yeah. no, way, no, no, way no, off the it's, charts. It's, it's a basket 26, case in 26, so many ways. 26,000 food banks now. Are, it's a basket are, are, case are, in so many ways. It really is. What, but, what but, culture of theirs do, do we imitate well, now? No, no, we, we follow so many aspects of English culture. You look yeah, at we the, like the soccer stuff because no. it's ubiquitous. It's, it's everywhere. We have very television good, programs. We have good local soccer yeah. clubs, all those sorts of things. Well, the reason that we follow a lot of their TV programs is because, you know, primarily RT is not doing its job. We get we get a German Dermot Bannon program about him putting on an ex- extension in the kitchen with a big window, without planning permission. Was <laughs> <laughs> there no planning you permission? Know, so it's like it's, and it's all this like, and I have to say, I have to say, that, you know. I'm surprised that you've not even raised, you know, the the very, very, very great trauma that's, you know, and I know you've been deliberately avoiding this. I know you don't like talking about it. The very, very, very great trauma that everyone, particularly in the North and in the United Kingdom, are feeling at the moment. Um, and um, the, the announcement that both King Charles are king and Princess Catherine have been admitted to hospital, yeah. which, and I have to say, it was one of the big um, talking points in the lead up to the All Ireland Club final yesterday. Did, yeah, you, I, I got a message from you saying that that they were wondering not if uh, if throne was going to be delayed because of the storm, but because there was so much so much concern I, I was, yeah. sweeping the stands, like a Mexican wave of concern. Yeah, well, it's a very very traumatic time for everyone in the north, and the. Uh, and to be honest, as Maliki O'Rourke told the Irish News on Thursday, he said, look, it's the last thing the boys need going into the most important game of their lives. <laughs> because, no, but I know you're laughing at, at, at me, but you know, particularly... <laughs> laughing near you. Particularly whenever I heard, uh, when I heard um, Shane Coleman's, you know, passionate and, you know, heart-rending appeal that in the event of a united Ireland Ireland should immediately rejoin the Commonwealth, Her Majesty's Commonwealth and again be part of that uh, be part of that um, terribly exclusive and and, and, and uh, what would the way be to put it you know be sheltered again by the magnificence of His Majesty the King and his family as, I don't know if you read the Daily Mail on Thursday, but they announced the, the, the hammer blow, the hammer blow to the nation as double blow of King Charles and our future Queen Catherine's medical treatment leaves the nation reeling. Yeah. It sends a shiver down all our spines. Yeah. And then in the inside page is Liz Jones. <laughs> I think I think spoke for all of us. I think she spoke she, for all of us yeah. 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 when she wrote, this feels personal, like a young member of my family. I was walking my dogs and I saw a young woman stop and stare at her phone. Her mittens shot to her mouth. I asked her, are you okay? And she said, it's Kate, she's in hospital. Everyone in here shot rummaged in pockets to find phones. We just stopped and stared. The news that she has been admitted to hospital 
possibly for two whole weeks, sent shivers down my spine. And Catherine, question mark. She will be so crossed with herself that she's making us all so worried. <laughs> and if 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 Liz Jones in the mail was that worried, you can just imagine the 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 sick feeling in the stomachs of those young Glenn Watty Graham's players. You know, and I do know now that Maliki Rook met with the team and club officials on Thursday night and after a very, very, very long meeting, they have the club reluctantly decided not to ask the GA for a postponement mm. of the game. You know, and people wonder why Glenn panicked for long stretches of the game yesterday, you know, uh, played with sort of lead in their legs. Well, wonder no more. Um, well, well I, th- you know, I, think, I think I speak for both of us, Dion. And I, in fact, in fact, let me let me say that again. I think I right. speak for the entire Irish nation. And I wish His Majesty the King and Princess Kate a speedy recovery from their minor, minor medical procedures. Um, God save the King. I said that. No, I, can't, I can't actually tell you that. You have said it now. There used to be a, We're recording there used on Monday. To, there used to be a tip staff. To I can tell you this, but there used to be a tip staff who came into court in the Norris, you know, in those days before the Good Friday Agreement. And all, it was all the trappings of the empire, you know, and the flag mm. and all the rest of it. You know, they used to come in and would say, the tip staff would come in when the judge was going in and say, all rise, God save the Queen. Right. I used to love it. I always chuckled every time. All <clears throat> when Harry and Meghan's interview with Oprah Winfrey was broadcast, it was the most watched. When it was brought, it was seven hundred twenty-five thousand people in Ireland watched it on RT. It was the most watched program at that point. That up to the uh, whenever that was broadcast. But if March, you want to have a serious 21. discussion about things like homelessness or anything like that, no one will watch and no one will listen. Mm. You know, because it's 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 a deadly trap to fall into the consumerist trap. You know, and eventually, I mean, and I'm I'm certain that I became far too edgy for RTE, for example, just far too edgy. You know, can't be criticising that, can't be criticising this deal, can't be talking about the grander themes. Just talk about football, would you, for fuck's sake, mm. and stop. Stop it. Talk about football. The tech's coming into, you know. We're just, we're just going to analyse the game, you know. Yeah, well, he hand-passed it to him, and, you know, they had 24 hand-passes, you know. But forget about the grander themes, because mm. we've got a fucking deal to be doing with the GA hierarchy for TV rights. And the last thing we want is you lambasting them for the commercial direction that the association is taking, you know. And it was a very effective way. It was a very effective way of sending the message out, talk about the fucking game. Do not, do not rock the boat, you know. Don't express yourself honestly. Stay within those sterile boundaries. And what do we have? Everybody sounds the same. They all look the same. You know, and this homogeneity that is the perfect, leaves you the perfect target for the marketplace. You know, and things that are really important to us. You know, our integrity, our ability to express ourselves, the fun that we have around the games, the magic of the games, all those things. But the the bigger picture, which is always and far more important than games, is the health of our community. Uh, and, and, you know, how should our community approach, you know, the next 100 years? How do we protect ourselves from the ravages of the market, from the commercial world? You know, how do we copper fasten the amateur ideal? 
you know, I mean, we're not in a situation where the managers are paid, the background teams are paid, most of the officials are paid nowadays, you know. Um, we're paying we're paying huge amounts of money to the market for products that teams mostly don't need and won't make them any better anyway, you know. And we're left now with what Donald Cusack, who's been one of the main culprits, one of the main drivers, or certainly he's helped the commercial world greatly, you know, to encroach on the GA and invade the GA, you know. And, I mean, if you look at Donald Logue's feed, it's always about, you know, had a brilliant brilliant day with, with uh, you know, wonderful day with... <laughs> I, take, I take that back a bit. One of our favourite companies. One of our favourite companies. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we've got, you know, Donald Logue describing what we have now as... And this is the bullshit of the market as well, you know. Wonderful evening, you know, with all that shit, you know. Swiss Air, great, you know, great to see, you know, the CEO of, you know, fuck who gives a fuck, you know. Mm. He calls it now, the GA, he describes it as enhanced amateurism. <laughs> mm. That's what he calls it, enhanced amateurism. You know? And, you know, there's no point in us continuing to simply say, well, look, you know, we need to pay for that. So, look, if we have to swallow our principles and, you know, what's the big deal anymore? You know, there's no big deal anymore. We sell it off and, you know, we listen. And that's why the Parky Keefe thing is very, very important. You know? Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, and to call it super value park, like Jesus. But what's, but what's it going to become then? If you don't, if if it's going to become a, a ghost stadium, it, it, like the, somebody's going to have to pay for it. Somebody's going to have to find some way of get bailing out the, well, the, 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 the debt they're in. Cork like, GA is out of Cork GA was out of control. But, but, know, but, this, but GA, this is a reality. GA basically have, had an autocrat you, who was doing what he wanted to do. You know, and the, 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 the central GA, I think, feared 
feared Corktier and ought to have been ought to have been keeping strict control over all of this. I mean, it was just allowed to get completely out of control. But it's it's now it's going to be a situation where you will have this great stadium in memory of a fantastic Irish patriot, but it'll be uh, there'll be padlocks on it. It'll be owned by uh, whoever they, they whoever their, their loans are with. It'll be um, the grass will grow high. Nobody will go into it. It'll be and then you said there's Parky Cueve or is or is the alternative somehow you actually have to find some accommodation to save it now and to do yeah. something? Well, I mean, you know, it's, that's it's, the thing. There's, like, there's no point. There's no point in in uh, you know. The, I'm talking about the principle and how no, the principle the, is great. How how, how how things need to develop. And how things need to be protected, you know. And far too often, it's like it's, oh, it's after the event, then oh, they've run into serious trouble now. This has been allowed to get out of control, right? So we'll take the easy option. Okay, we'll let the market buy into us, you know. And whatever their conditions are around that, well, we'll just have to we we'll just have to adjust to those, mm. you know. And uh, and then you know, increasingly, nobody can be no can be nobody can be offensive or dispute or be critical of any of these things. And I made the point a few weeks ago, there is no one more pathetic than Ireland's GA journalists, Ireland's sports journalists in general. You know, if you took Paul Kimmage out of it... Oh, that's not fair. Sorry, if you took Paul Kimmage out of it, right, Who's who, who, who has been searing and honest mm. and prepared to sacrifice himself, I mean, the John the Baptist truly of journalism, and that's what great journalists are supposed to be. They're supposed to be investigators. They're supposed to let. No, I'm, I'm saying I'm not saying let, I'm not supposed saying, to let the dice. I'm not criticizing. What I'm saying is where I they do, fall. There are a lot of lot of very they, good they, Irish they journalists. They don't they don't massage. The GA journalists are pathetic. They've not done any investigations in the last twenty years about professionalism. They've not criticized anybody. You know, it's always safe, 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 safe. You know, and you turn if you want to get sugar now, you turn on RTE. You get the sugar, you know. Pick up the pick up the any of our sports papers. You'll just get the sugar. You know they all sound the same. They all look the same. Nothing makes you prick your ears up and go, Jesus, that's interesting. That's a really interesting investigation. That's a proper investigative journalism I know, I've job. I've read some great Malachi well, Clerken has written some great pieces about. about I you know just over the last year, lots of stuff. He's written. He wrote a very good piece about. I like Malachi. Uh, the, the, the GA's relationship with the banks. At one point, he wrote a very no, good I like, piece. I like. I like. I like. I like Malachi. We'll say uh, that. I've, I'm, I was. But about you know what I'm talking about. I, mean, I know what you're saying. It's I just. A, it's saying. a. It's a. But I think you torrent of 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 sugary. But I think you that's know, that's the nature trivia. that 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 is the nature and that is the problem with a lot of the media structure right now because they still have like and you know we we may one day talk about RTE again because a lot of these things come back to this you know problems that legacy media have and one of the problems they have in a very boring way to do with sport is that they still have to f- they they have to go along and they're told go along and interview this person who's been put forward at a round table. It's very boring stuff. But they sit down and they have to, you know, they have to publish these quotes, no matter how boring they are. Nobody ever says, says to them, you know... We'll, <laughs> it was like Paul Hart's story about... Yeah, yeah. About, like, you know, and you, you've got to write... That's two, a like, story for another day. You've got to write two... Just thousand, when he came to the interesting bit. But, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> you've got to write 2,000 words on this. And nobody said... And actually, I remember with that one, the one myself and Paul did together, and I was at the Sunday Independent at the time, and... We just said we're just going to do six hundred words. We're not going to bother it, because you know if you it hadn't actually. Been for, if it hadn't been for Kimmage particularly sticking his neck out 
eventually, eventually walking away from one of the most lucrative deals that any sports journalist had had with the with the English Times, you know. Um, Lance Armstrong and all those guys would still be doing what they were doing. You know, they would have all got away with it. No, I, you know, I wasn't. I you wasn't. Can't, you can't rock, rock the boat. You can't. I mean, a classic example of that was um, Naomi Klein's really interesting book, No Logo, which mm. talks about how, and, and I would advise our, 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 our listeners to get a copy of it because it's a really good analysis of how the corporate world has, has bought over the world of sport. Know, and and way 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 beyond sport, and you know it, there's there's some very very interesting chapters, in particularly about Nike and how they have actually become sport. I mean, they have, you know, you've got your Nike centers of excellence now, yeah, and you've got you know they 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 they've they have absolutely infiltrated it and infiltrated the ideals of it for their own ends, and. During the 1998 Winter Olympics, um, the CBS investigative journalist, Roberta Baskin, she was disgusted to see all of the CBS sports department who were reporting on the games wearing jackets adorned with the Nike logo, mm. just like, you know, the RTE panel in Super Value Park will be wearing the Super Value uniforms. You know, and we Marty Morrissey sitting at a wee, a wee, a wee mock mock checkout checkout counter, and uh, unexpected they, item, they, unexpected they, item in the bagging area. <laughs> <laughs> but they had given news and sports reporters their swished gear, and Nike said it's great because you know it helps us build awareness about our lifestyle. And Baskin was very, very upset about this, as you would be if you were a proper journalist, you know. And she just thought, like, it's absolutely horrifying. She she had broken the news story about physical abuse of workers at the Nike shoe factory in Vietnam, you know, where they were being beaten and kept sleepless and churning out these, you know, sneakers that they were then being sold for $150, you know, to poverty-stricken kids in the ghettos all around America, you know, on the on the false dream that someday they too could be Michael Jordan. Mm. And she accused CBS of muzzling her, refusing to allow her to pursue the story, and of yanking the original story altogether because of their sponsorship deal with Nike. Now CBS said, Oh well look, you know, that's that's just preposterous, you know. Sound you know, a bit like Brent like Netanyahu said, oh, it's preposterous to say that we're bombing women mm. and children. It's absolute, that, that's pro-Hamas propaganda. Like people like Dion Fanning. <laughs> and, uh, what are you saying? And, 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 but she, she took a real fierce stand on it, Baskin, and she was vocal about it. And interestingly, instead of sacking her, which I think would happen nowadays, they... CBS took the Nike jackets off the news reporters halfway through the Olympic Games, but the sports department now kept theirs on. And, you know, increasingly, and I invite also our listeners to watch some NBA, watch any American sports coverage now, and you'll see how overwhelmed all of that has become 
by the advertisers. I mean, they are all just brands. Now, Shaquille O'Neal, all they're, they're just brands. They just talk about their brands. They talk about their favorite golf clubs. There's product placement all over the place, you know, and there's no separation now out into my life, my precious personal life, mm. you know, the things that I love and look forward to, the release that I feel. I can tell you, I am a Dungiven man to the core, and Kevin Lynch is in St. Canis's. And my father was the club chairman, and my grandfather was one of the founders, my grandfather Joe Brawley. And, you know, I have a tremendous affinity to the GA community. And, you know, some of my, I mean, Fergal McCusker, one of my favourite people in the world, my old teammate from the Derry team. And, his father and mother, who were watching the game yesterday, both in columns in his 90s. And uh, I am still buzzing from that yesterday. You know, I was there, I was there with my youngest son, John Coslow, the Dublin chairman, had got us two tickets, beautiful tickets. We were right in front of the president and the, the you know, resplendent in his army uniform. Mm. You know, the uh, very, very senior army officer who travels everywhere with, with, with President Higgins. Mm. I got a tap on the shoulder, honestly, and I nearly rolled over to let him tickle my belly. He says, oh, he says, the, the boss would like a word with you. I was like, oh my God. I said, now, come on. So he brought us over, chat with the president. I, I, I adore Michael D., you know, a man of integrity. And a just terrific man and terrific spirit. And so, you know, we had that and Dean Rock came over and got a photograph for Arnell, you know. I mean, imagine David Beckham, like, you know, I mean, David Beckham couldn't lace Dean Rock's boots. I mean, well, Dean, Dean Rock's could eat all Ireland medals. He, he probably could. Oh, wise up. Jesus yeah, Christ. David, David, not, David Dr. Beckham's Dr. an embarrassment. He's just a brand. <coughs> but Dean Rock, no, no. Dean Rock is one of ours. You know, he's yeah. one of that's, ours. That's, that's, and that that's, precious that's connects important. with Eddie Kerr. Eddie, yeah, yeah. Let me finish. Eddie Kerr, 81 years of age. Many people believe the greatest hurler that ever lived. Never wore a helmet. You know, the iconic photos of him from the All Ireland final with the huge gash on his temple and the blood running down into his eyes and him turning so stylishly to put another one over the bar. He was there yesterday. You know, so good. Great chat with Eddie. And his daughter, Deirdre, was with him, you know, because he's 81 now, mm. playing golf twice a week. He's invited me down to Anishtig. I cannot wait to go down. Imagine. And my son Niall being introduced to this man, who, when I was a child, stayed in our house in Dungiven. He came up as part of a big Kilkenny contingent to help Hurland bed in in Dungiven. No money changing hands. You know, the great virtues of friendship and and, and volunteerism and, and asking not what you can do for me, but what can I do for you? And that is the priceless thing that's at stake here. And, you know, the Cork should be finding another solution. I appreciate they've got themselves into this mess, but not Super Value Park. Jesus Christ almighty. Well, maybe it'll just be a, a monument yeah, to... Mickey Hart going around getting photographs with dairy supporters the other day after, after the McKinnon oh Cup God. match. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Dairy, family, dairy, dairy families down jipping in the week. Getting photographs. Can we go a week, Brolly? 
without you bringing up Mickey Hart. Can we go a fucking week? Just let it go. Just let him I be. Promised, let, let, I promised the glamorous brunette yeah. that I would not call Mickey Hart a cunt. You know, you brought me a, and you've done it again. Thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) Somebody did. Sure, I heard it. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, we'll be back very soon with another Free State brought to you by our our partners, our commercial partners. Our our partners in the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, And PepsiCo. Yeah, PepsiCo. And Giant Watsits. Yeah, and and actually, genuinely. Free State. Free State, the home of the Giant Watsit, the Watsilla. Perfect. Size matters, not just in the bedroom. Very good. Thanks for listening. I was dreaming last night of old Ireland, a place where I once had a home, not in Dublin. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.